your 24-hour sport entertainment radio station, Vision View Sports Radio. We're going to be talking everything uh, got to do with uh, the local game. Uh, SA20 Energy is going around. And uh, with me, I've got uh, the Lions captain, Dominic Hendricks, uh, who is a champion. He's won the CSA One Day Cup for, three, for, for the third time in a row, which is um, you know, quite the feat by the Lions. And um, yeah, joining us without the trophy, though, I've got to say, slightly disappointed not to have the trophy with us. Dom, how are you, man? Yeah, well, thanks. Um, thank you for having me on the show. Um, yeah, looking forward to this chat. How's, uh, how's oh, i got to say, 2023, you're starting the year with no cricket at the moment. How's basically the next month being free? Yeah, looking really forward to it. I mean, um, throughout December, we had one day cup. So uh, we finished with six games in a row and then obviously the final after that. So it was quite a busy period for us. So yeah, looking forward to some downtime. Um, and yeah, just looking to catch up with yeah friends and family that I've not really seen a, a great deal over December. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, just starting by that, I mean, it's South African domestic players don't usually play around um, that Boxing Day period where that's generally a, um, a period that's been left for the for the Proteus men, men's side. How was being involved in that period? Was it a different energy maybe with the crowds or um, is that something that, um, you know, as players uh, you enjoyed and you're hoping that you can experience uh, a little bit more? Yeah, definitely looking forward to experiencing that a little bit more. Um, obviously, um, yeah, we've sort of given that up now for the for the SA20. Um, so yeah, um, just changes the dynamics of our domestic season a little bit and how, yeah, how things are going to pan out over the next couple of years during um, December and January. So quite a bit of cricket for us as domestic players, and then obviously for the guys not involved in the SA20, um, all the internationals and the rest of the, the domestic players, there'll be a, a lot of cricket for them to play. I mean, uh, you ended up uh, winning the trophy, like I said earlier, third time in a row, and the Lions have shared it twice as well, um, which makes it, I'm going to say, five times. Um, we don't like sharing the trophy with anyone. I mean, how was that experience? Um, you know, you've, you've won this competition a couple of times, but, I mean, you've done it now two, two occasions in a row as skipper, if, I've, if, I'm, if I can recollect uh, really well. How's that experience having to lift the trophy, having to defend your own trophy as well? Yeah, firstly, um, the one in Poch that we shared, I actually um, captained the last couple of games there, so I can actually add that one to, <laughs> to the boat too. Um, but yeah, great experience um, this year, or last year rather. Um, I mean, we, we shared it in the space of like, or defended it in the space of six months. So um, yeah, quite an amazing feat. And just how the sort of squad and team has developed over the past um, 12 months has been phenomenal. I mean, if you look last year, we were very heavily reliant on our, our on our fast bowling the first competition, um, and then yeah, late into the back end of um, last year, um, completely different story where we sort of the mistakes that we made um, the season before we weren't really making that, and as a batting unit we've we've progressed massively. Where I think in our top six, I think only. One guy missed out on scoring 100 yeah. was Josh Richards. <laughs> he got two 90s, uh, 90, I think it was a 98 and a 95 not out. So, yeah. I mean, just shows you that on any given day, there was someone ready to perform with bat and with ball. I mean, if you take the final, for example, Lutus Apamla mm. stood out firmly there um, and basically won us the game with the ball there. So um, on any given day, we had a number of players that could put in a manner of the match performance. And yeah, it was something that we sort of, a culture we tried to develop over the past couple of years where we make it a, a habit to try and put in those man-of-the-match performances if it is your day. Yeah, I mean, uh, just just remembering, because, uh, I mean, we were at the game, covering the game, and um, 
remember Josh and um, and um, Ryan Rickleton in the power play. Seventy runs in the power play kind of blew the opposition away um, immediately. I mean, three hundred fifty-eight for five in a final in forty-eight overs as well. I mean, you talk about how good that batting lineup was, but you had a couple of outstanding performances. I mean. In, from yourself, um, the likes of uh, Mitchell van Buren. But we've got to talk about Ryan Rickleton's tournament as well, how good it was after the disappointing um, disappointment that he experienced of not being picked to that Australian. But what a response um, to, to, to have um, in uh, putting all those runs and um, taking, obviously, his team to the final and also lifting the, tro- the trophy. Yeah, look, um, he was phenomenal throughout the Wonder Cup campaign. Um, yeah, um, obviously disappointed for him myself too because um, we always want to see our players um, wearing the green and gold and want to push as many players as we threw, as we have done in the past couple of years um, to the Proteas. So the fact that he wasn't on the tour was quite disappointing. But again, he had a point to prove. Um, and yeah, I, I think he, he proved his point that um, he, there's yeah nothing wrong with him and he, he can score runs if and, we, and when needed. So, I mean, he dominated the vast majority of the competition struggled a little bit on the coast where the wickets were a little bit slower. But on the high felt, um, yeah, really, really dominated. I mean, I think he scored 200s, averaged like 80 or 90, something ridiculous like that. So, yeah, just did exactly what he needed to do and, yeah, really put us in a good position most times. I don't think we were more than one down in the first 20 overs, mm-hmm. if my memory serves me correctly, which just shows you how um, how good our top, our top order was throughout the campaign. Yeah, I mean... Uh Absolutely. I mean, like you said, only one guy missing out and it was Dom um, with the bat um, getting those two 90s. And that was Josh. uh, Josh. Josh, Yes, like I said, um, with with, uh, those two 90s. And then um, you've got the likes of... um, Luto Supamla, who gets a fiver in the final, and he's been in and out of um, the team. I mean, that must be quite an experience for him. And also, I mean, what um, joy did you get in terms of a guy who's probably been down in confidence and uh, in the big occasion stepping up and uh, and getting that five in an important game? Yeah, I was really, really happy for him. I mean, um, COVID really messed a lot of players up where they were touring a lot um, with the national side, um, but not really playing a lot of cricket. Um, and he unfortunately was one of the guys that um, sort of struggled um, in that aspect where I think in the past two years, he didn't really play a hell of a lot of cricket. So for him to get some regular game time and actually put in some good performance, I, I think he, he he must be ecstatic about that. I'm really, really happy for him. And you have to do it in the final um, of all things too, just shows you how good of a player he is um, and just shows you a bit of confidence and things change really, really quickly. But again, key, the thing that stands out the most is that actually playing cricket the only way you're going to sort of get confidence is by playing cricket and unfortunately like I said due to COVID um, a lot of guys travelled with the bigger squads and were essentially net bowlers so couldn't really make mistakes and sort of when played for the Proteas you had like maybe one game here and there so you don't really get any momentum or Mm. any confidence to build to build on performances so it's it's very sporadic you play one game you don't play again for like another month or another five or six weeks um, and then, yeah, you play again. So really, really difficult to build momentum. Um, yeah, another guy who struggled sort of with that was um, Vian Mulder. And yeah, as you've seen over the past, um, I'd say eight months, nine months with his stint in the UK, the guy's played a lot of cricket and yeah, he's reaped the rewards. I mean, he's been phenomenal with bat and ball yeah. over the past nine months for us. So yeah, another one that's sort of done well since playing again, since playing a lot of cricket again, I would say. I mean, when I looked at um, the two sides, I mean, um Western Province in the build-up of that competition and probably one of the uh, best in terms of numbers, bowling attacks in the competition, which propelled them to the final. And um, when you look at the lines, you had the balance of 
I mean, your guys scoring a lot of hundreds, um, which, I mean, you are the leading run scorers in the competition uh, with the bat, but you were closely followed by your bowling units. I mean, it has the likes of Susanda Magala, Malo Sisiboto, Duan, Bjord Fordane. Um, you're still missing Kladi Bukako, uh, Luto Sipamla. I mean, you could kind of change to any one of those guys and you know you get the performances. How good was that experience as well to be able to rotate and still get the same performances with the ball from your bowlers? Yeah, look, um, it was phenomenal that we had um, so many options to choose from. Unfortunately, um, the difficult part is when you have so many good players that are, are, could pretty much walk into most teams' um, starting lineups, um, you're going to have a few guys that are obviously unhappy. So... Um, we, there was a bit of a plan where on um, in certain conditions we were going to play certain guys so like to the coast we were going to play a lot more of the likes of Sepamla and Bukako um, and yeah we just made it sort of quite clear from I wouldn't say from the get-go but as the competition progressed that there will be a bit of rotation especially on the road and in the back end of that competition where we had I think it was like six games in the space of like 15 days um, so um, yeah just trying to essentially keep guys hungry and yeah, just making sure that when they when they do have the opportunity to to play, that they they are putting those man of the match performances in, um, and yeah, like again, like we said, with the bat it happened, and the same thing with the ball. On on a number of different occasions, there was different guys that stood up with the ball. I mean, you mentioned um, Sasanda Magala leading wicket taker again this year, um, and then Malusi Sabordo. Mm. Um, economy rate was yeah. just ridiculous for the most part of the competition, and always the guy that I can rely on in a in a pressure situation to bring him on. And then yeah, we had Bjorn doing. Beyond things, yeah, he uh, he just did his thing. And then, yeah, we had um, a lot of other options. I mean, in most games, Vian didn't really even bowl. Mm. Um, Riza didn't bowl in a lot of games (laughs) because we didn't really need him. But, I mean, I had so many options, so it made things a little bit easier. Yeah, it's um, yeah, like I said, uh, it's been fascinating to to see um, almost the entire squad in the end um, having to play and, and stepping up at different occasions. Um, I mean, uh, Liam Adler was one of the guys who made his debut and uh, tough against the the Titans, but kind of standing up and getting those couple of wickets, which obviously would have eased that pressure on him. But it was a fantastic uh, competition, I've got to say, from the Lions. Congratulations to you and Thank your you. boys for uh, winning another uh, competition, especially the, the 50 over uh, competition three times in a row. And that makes it five times for the Lions winning that particular competition. You're still behind, though. The Titans are <laughs> the leading uh, the team there when it comes to the uh, one-day cup with five wins. So... I'm hoping that uh, that's something that you guys will be will be will be gunning for, but uh, I'm going to slightly swift now to the the red ball of things, which is probably against the grain, which is a lot of energy in the country about the SA20 at the moment. You guys are currently sitting in the, in the fourth spot. You've only played two games, where everyone else has played um, three matches, with currently 31.2 points, and the Warriors are on 67 in the first spot with uh, 67.3 with three wins there. Um, I'm sure you are looking forward to coming back to that particular format. But of course, there's another month before you get uh, yourself going with that format. South Africa have just recently come back from, uh, you know, the, the Australia tour, or will be coming back from the Australia tour. And um, it's been... Um, a difficult tour, of course, but that's not what we're going to be all talking about. I'm going to talk about your ambitions um, as someone who's been consistent in that part of the the, the format. Um, how much are you, of course, looking forward to maybe a bit of a you know opportunity to to to, to put your hand up when it comes to that format? Because it's like I said, if I've seen someone play in difficult conditions, um, playing at the Wanderers and putting out the hundreds, and of course being a glue of the Lions team. 
I'm sure that's something that you're keeping an eye on and hoping that um, you might get that call up um, soon because, I mean, at 30, 31, your maturity, 32, 32 now as well, um, is, 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 is there and um, you still have your ambitions of playing the, uh, representing the Proteus. Yeah, look, um, that I've still got that burning desire to play for the Proteus. I mean, it's something I've wanted to do since I've been a little kid. Um, yeah, obviously, um, last year and the year before, um, sort of a, a few things happened that was a bit out of my control. Um, I mean, I, during the yeah during last season in the in December, we were supposed to play against India, um, and I got picked for the A side there. Unfortunately, got COVID, so didn't get an opportunity to to sort of put my name in that in that department and. Um, the guy who scored the most runs in the comp ended up playing um, playing that series or playing the next series um, and now playing in Australia, which was Sarl Arvia. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting an opportunity. Unfortunately, I haven't had a great deal of opportunities at A-level because of the amount or the little amount of games that we do have. So, um, yeah, really, really difficult. But the only thing I can really do is just focus on yeah, trying to put in scores for the Lions and performances in for the Lions. And then hopefully by doing that... Um, yeah, my name gets thrown in the hat. Yeah, we're hoping. I mean, the, currently in the four-day series, we've got the likes of Tony DiZorzi, who are sitting at the first spot with 467 runs. Um, Jordan Herman with um, the second spot, 432. So it's speaking a lot of um, you know domestic players um, putting their hands up, and um, we're hoping that you have missed a couple of games as well um, through your own illness, and I'm sure you'll be looking to climb that ladder as soon as you, as you can. Um, talk to me how difficult this period is for the, the likes of you um, who are not being part of the, the SA20, what you will be doing to try to keep yourself ready when that uh, four-day series starts again so that, um, like I said, the Lions can climb that ladder of getting yourself to that top spot again. Yeah, so I think for now the biggest thing is just taking some time off and sort of trying to disconnect as much as I can from the game, like obviously following and, and watching and still seeing what's going on and, and staying in touch with the game in that respect. But... Um, haven't really picked up bat and ball since the final. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to continue that for probably the next um, two weeks where I won't be doing any cricket training, like nets or, or batting or anything like that. Um, and just focusing more on my body. Um, so getting back into the gym because, yeah, it was quite strenuous during the One Day Cup. So mm -hmm. making sure that the body's nice and strong because we do finish with five four-day games at the end of the season in a row. So sure. it's going to take a massive toll on my body mm -hmm. um, come then. And then just trying to stay mentally fresh because... When you do play such a, a large amount or quite a few games like that in a row, it does get quite taxing on your mind too. Um, you do experience a bit of burnout and, and it's not uncommon to experience it. So just trying to stay on top of that um, and hence me trying to disconnect from the game as much as I can. Like I said, spending time with family, doing some fishing, playing some golf. Um, and then, yeah, um, come sort of end of end of Jan, so two weeks before, two to three weeks before the the competition uh, kicks up again. Um, I'll be getting into, slowly getting into it again and then hopefully catch one or two club games um, mm -hmm. end of Jan, early early Feb just to get me into it because, yeah, I don't really want to be playing, like I said, club cricket now um, because, again, with those five games coming, I'm going to yeah, yeah. experience a massive burnout come yeah. that time. So trying to sort of plan very, very well in that respect um, just so that um, come that time, things are going to transition smoothly. And then, Another thing with the SA20 obviously being on, it's difficult getting facilities because yeah. number one, the Wanderers is kind of out of bounds now. Um, Joburg Super Kings have um, sort of taken over that. Um, so we are, um, I think from my understanding, we're going to be practicing at either um, a couple of club facilities or a couple of school facilities. Mm -hmm. um, but again, our coaching staff has also been pulled to all parts of the country. So um, we don't have our head coach. Um, we don't have 
our trainer, I think, yeah, if Nandi I'm not mistaken. Involved, yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we, we don't have a lot of our staff around, so it makes it a little bit more challenging, yeah. but I think we are reconvening and um, getting together sort of in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, we will start off um, just making sure that we're ticking over and making sure our skills are ready come that time um, when that first game starts. I think it's the 9th or the 10th of Feb. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you, you mentioned uh, well, something important there when it comes to, well, it's kind of uh, because of your success, your coach has been pulled apart in terms of everyone being involved and a lot of your players being involved. But I mean, if you had to talk about you now when it comes to the Red Bull of things, uh, th there's just been, I mean... A lot of cuts when it comes to domestic uh, cricket. Um, you're ending up playing, I mean, the, the top division side, there's eight of them, so they play seven um, four-day matches. How much are you hoping with all the SA20 investments now um, that money uh, would be deployed back into the, the, the local game and hope, hopefully there could be two rounds of, um, you know, four-day series and maybe two rounds of 50-over cricket as well because uh, it just feels that uh, the focus has, has obviously gone towards T20 and uh, what we saw in Australia, um, which just, we, it seems like the local game is crying out for at least two rounds of 4-day um, cricket. Is that something that you're hoping that um, would fall part of, uh, you know, the... The kind of the investigations that are kind of currently being taken by the, the Players Association when it comes to the local game? Yeah, look, um, there's been a massive cry from a lot of the players that we're definitely not playing enough um, domestic cricket. I mean, if you if you count all of our games, we're playing 21 games and, uh, yeah, 21 games. And then if you happen to be in um, the White Bull Finals, it, it ends up being 23. Um, that's not nearly enough cricket, um, in my opinion. Mm. I would like to see it at least go to 10 games in, mm. in each competition, um, even if you play one team twice and you don't play other teams twice. But essentially, it's going to make sure that the most consistent team stands out in the competitions, yeah. firstly. And then secondly, giving our guys more opportunities to learn. I mean, the only way you're going to learn, like I said earlier, um, <coughs> with the likes when I spoke about Sapamla and um, Mulder was guys need to play more because if you make mistakes, the only way you're going to learn from those mistakes is actually experiencing them in the middle. And yeah, unfortunately... Um, as a result of our lack of cricket, um, it's being shown at the at the top level now in, in with the test side where um, the performances that we have come to expect over the past um, decade or even longer um, has now changed where um, guys are not um, playing enough cricket. So essentially guys are, are, are still trying to learn when they get up there. And I mean, that's one of the hardest levels to, yeah. to learn from. I mean, I haven't played there myself, but mm. just discussions that I've had with players in my own team um, about how how much different that level is. It's, it's not a place where you really want to be learning. You, you want to sort of hit the ground running um, as quickly as you can and then try and stay there as long as you can. You don't want, you don't want to get there and start trying to learn. You want to learn at the lower level. Yeah, it's, um, yeah like you said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan and I'm definitely thinking and hoping that um, with all the money that's around now would to definitely be um, reinvested in um, the local, especially the 4D series, because we know the importance of what he does. I mean, especially when you think about some of the games being played on the high fault, there's been a lot of rain. If, you down, if you're playing seven matches, I mean, I remember the Titans game being rained out. So you're now you're down to six games and you're hoping that, you know, another fixture doesn't get rained out. Um, to first obviously allow you to, to, to fight for the championship and also 
if you are looking to produce the type of cricketers that um, South Africa needs right now to be able to score the the, the runs that the Manus uh, Labaskagnis are scoring, the Stephen Smith, they need a lot of cricket. And um, yeah, um, Inok Nkwe, if you are listening, <laughs> the likes, please, um, that's something that's really important. Um, we are sitting with uh, Dominique Hendricks, uh, the Lions captain. It's uh, 31 minutes past 11. Um, we're going to be slightly also moving away now from um, the local game and talking about your role when it comes to um, the Players Association being um, the SACA executive member and um, I mean talking about the energy that's currently in South Africa right now the SA20 starting tomorrow I mean how excited are you I mean as a member for the players that are involved in that competition what it means to South African cricket yeah I'm, I'm massively excited to see what the what the competition has I mean the hype around the competition has been really really good I mean all the socials have been phenomenal um, just to create a buzz and energy so hopefully um, in turn we'll get a lot of support number one um, for people coming up and turning up to to the games and coming to watch the games um, and yeah I'm, I'm so I'm really really excited to see the the impact that our domestic players so the likes of the Van Buren's mm. um, the Cody Yusufs some of the younger players that are in the early 20s um, getting to rub shoulders with with the likes of Josh Butler mm. and your Jason Roy's and all these internationals Owen Morgan um, hoping that they can learn some stuff from them and in turn, it's gonna gonna upskill them and also upskill our domestic game. Because I mean, um, we like we discussed, we always want our players to be learning as as much as they can. And here's a massive opportunity for a lot of players to rub shoulders with internationals and learn from World Cup winning captains and yeah. and the likes of them, um, guys that have played in World Cups and guys that now to to play in all these domestic leagues. So yeah, really looking forward to it, and hoping that um, yeah, it will be a good spectacle and some good cricket on. How much are you going to be getting involved in watching those games? I know you're probably looking for some downtime. Are you going to? Are you first actually supporting anyone? Is uh, or are you going to just keep it local with your the Super Kings? Um, so, ironically, I am a Chennai Super King supporter uh, since <laughs> IPL one. So uh, seems very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions captain. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to be supporting the Joburg Super Kings. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what um, sort of cricket they're going to going to play on the field. And yeah, they've got quite a good. Uh, um, squad together so yeah hoping hoping that they can put in some good performances at the Wonders yeah I mean um, if you just quickly think about um, just think, looking at the background there is your CEO John O'Leaf right uh, um, in the, the launch the jersey uh, um, launch yesterday um, which was held at the, at the stadium Looking at the other sides, I mean, you've got the likes of Ryan Rickleton, Delano Porchitter being involved in MI Cape Town. Um, you've got Mitch, who is going to be involved in Paul. Um, are you going to be keeping tabs of some of your boys being involved in the competition or you've kind of be sticking with your with your local boys up on the high fault, the likes of Riza Hendricks, Malusi Siboto, uh, being involved with the Joburg Super Kings? Uh, so it is a bit of a, a, a challenging one, that, but um, at the end of the day, they're still my boys, so I'm always going to support them and just obviously give them words of encouragement or support when they do need it um, and if they need it. Um, so, yeah, always keeping tabs on, on our own players to making sure that um, they're in the right mind frame yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's a massive opportunity, like I said earlier, for, for all of them to learn and, and to play with these, with these big players. So, yeah, hoping that they... Yeah, hoping that they deliver the goods and can can entertain the crowds. Yeah, the, thank you so much. Uh, that's been uh, Dominic Hendricks, the, the captain of uh, the Lions, um, just winning the, the CSA One Day Cup uh, in December. A day that uh, a lot of people thought might go to reserve day and uh, s uh, somehow the Lions getting enough of a window to, to manage to squeeze in the final and winning their 
third official um, CSA One Day Cup. Of course, also sharing the to- uh, the, the competition twice um, with um, I think it was Western Province and the Dolphins as well. So yeah, that's um, Dom also talking about his ambitions of playing for the Proteas, and we're hoping that uh, with the coaches being announced um, soon, and uh, we might see um, some changes when it comes to that particular format. And uh, yeah, looking forward to what will be coming from Test side with the West Indies touring South Africa later on in March. This is Vision View Sports Radio.